0: this is change for your dollar podcast with john putnam we have another great episode today of change for your dollar where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life i'm your host john putnam what is happening everybody it is good to be with you what is going on today oh it's a good day where i am sunshine and birds are chirping And I get to hang out with the cool people. And yeah, that's you. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I've been thinking about this one for a few days and looking forward to sharing a little bit today. So hope you're in a good spot, whether you're in your car, maybe you're working out or maybe you're just hanging out for a little quiet time. And however you are coming alongside, change for your dollar, thank you. Thanks for being a part and thank you again for listening. If you've been hanging out with me for a while, you've probably heard a few farm stories. I <laughs> growing up on a farm, got to tell you, you know when you're 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, and your friends did not grow up on a farm and were not on a farm and had a little bit more free time and got to go do some cool things, it wasn't the greatest place to be, in my opinion, being a young adolescent, but in hindsight, Again, you've heard me say it once, you'll hear me say it a lot, the lessons I learned have been priceless. And I've got a couple of stories that I've sort of kept in my back pocket I'll be sharing over the next couple of months, and I've got one today to set up what I want to talk about, and that is investments. It's something that we really don't talk a lot around faith and finances and purpose, but There are some environments that present themselves from time to time that we need to pay attention to. And that's what I want to talk about today. So how's that for a little bit of a teaser going into our topic today? So as I grew up on the farm, we had, I don't know, 40 head, 50 head of Black Angus cattle. And as you can imagine, these Black Angus cattle are pretty big and they are animals and animals are unpredictable. So mom and dad were really careful until we were not only a certain age, but had a certain awareness and perspective around us that when we would operate, you know, around the cattle, on the farm. Now we weren't always in the fields, but in those environments, you wanted it to be a certain age and have a certain awareness about you. Well, until we were all that age, and I'm speaking from my perspective now, my older brothers have a little bit different perspective, but I was too young to get out in the field for quite a while. So I would accompany mom on her errands, on her meetings, on her shopping trips, whatever it may be, I was tagging along with mom while dad and the boys were out in the field. And yes, I still hear about it today from the big brothers. Okay, so I remember going clothes shopping for mom and mom always shopped with a list. She had each of the boys, names written down and sort of what each person needed, their sizes. And you get the picture of this, but she was shopping for five boys and five active boys and five active boys on a farm. You get the picture. Clothes and this crowd didn't cooperate too well. So whenever we were shopping for clothes, we were always looking for the best deal. So every single store we would go in, it would never fail. We would always start at the sale rack or the clearance rack. Now, of course, that's where she shopped. Where can we get the highest quality for the best value? And that's what we did. We were looking for that sale price. That was the price. And it really didn't always matter what was the cut or the color or the brand. It was the price. Getting a good deal on a quality piece of clothing And I never really remembered mom sacrificing quality for cost because we were tough on our clothes and especially with our work clothes. You know, our jeans, our boots, our shirts, you get the picture. But we were looking for that sale price. (laughs) I laughed sometimes with my wife when we were just meeting and getting engaged and married. And we'd talk about our stories of growing up and our childhoods. And of course, you know, shopping would come up and clothes would come up. And I said, I don't remember a lot about my clothes. I do remember getting lots of hand-me-downs just like my brothers. But I remember that I felt like that my favorite brand of clothes, the brand was (laughs) S-A-L-E, sale. So if I could get a good deal and a good quality, quality, that's what we did. And I would bet that you may do the same. And it's not about how much money you make. Just because you can afford it doesn't mean you always should buy it. I mean, I think everybody really wants a good deal, don't we? Well, I believe that to be true, but that underpins my topic today because it's interesting as a rule of thumb that general consumers, general investors who may do it yourself or who may not pay much attention to the stock markets and what's happening there, it's interesting that so often we don't look to buy investments when they are on sale. See, when the stocks are up and everybody's making money and it's excited, that's when people tend to get interested in investments, especially the stock market, the securities market. You may hear it referred to as the S&P 500, the Standard & Poor's 500, which is in generally a nice overall perspective of the stock market as a whole. When the stock market is up, people are very excited and interested but when the stock market goes down in value and fear begins to creep in it's interesting how people don't want to buy it when it's on sale when the price has dropped from where it is today down five percent ten percent fifteen percent sometimes even lower and of course those reductions can wreak havoc on investment portfolios and the economy as a whole. But if you were in a position to make an investment when the stock market has reduced in value, you're back to that sale rack of clothes. You're able to get, with proper research, something of great quality for a lesser value. Now you all know that I'm no longer a financial advisor and past results are no guarantee of future results. You know, all of that. So let me encourage you to do your research well when you're thinking about investments and also pay attention to a few basic guidelines that I want to share with you today. First, Consider your asset allocation. This is how you spread out some of your risk in your investments by investing in different types of investments, like stocks and bonds and cash equivalents. The idea here is that rarely do all of these increase and decrease in value at the same time. They have what's called non-correlating tendencies. So if one goes up, they don't all go up, and if one goes down, they don't all go down. So it gives you some protection, historically looking at the markets. Second, consider diversification. This is the same idea as asset allocation, But here you're making other considerations such as geographic investments, uh, domestic investments in the United States, international investments, which would be outside of the United States or global investments, which would be over the entire planet and would include the United States. Also, you can think about other diversification like investing in small companies or mid-sized companies or large companies or different kinds of bonds like government bonds or corporate bonds. So you can get into different areas of diversification. And again, if the domestic US stock investment is going up, it doesn't mean that the rest of the geographic investments go up, But again, we're trying to protect against non-correlation to diversify your investments. Or as they say, when I was growing up, hey, don't put all your eggs in the same basket put some of the eggs in one basket and some in a few others, different people are carrying them, was this mental picture. And then if one person dropped their basket and the eggs broke, yes, that wasn't good. But the other people carrying their baskets were still safe and sound, so you didn't lose all your value at one time. That's just a simple way to think about diversification. And a third area of consideration is called dollar cost averaging. This is just an industry term for investing a little bit over long periods of time. So for example, if you had $5,000 in an IRA contribution on an annual basis, is it better to invest all of that at one time or Is it better to divide that over 12 and make a consistent similar investment each month over that 12 months for the same investment? History has shown that dollar cost averaging has a little bit of a benefit over a lump sum. Well, of course, that is depending on when you make the lump sum, but these are just guidelines for consideration. I'd like to add that throughout scripture, there are references of people buying and selling assets. You know, Proverbs 31, 16 reads, "'She considers a field and buys it. "'With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard.'" I love that picture of considers, of consideration, thinks about it, aware of it. You know, do you think she bought it that when it was overpriced, No, she probably bought it at a fair price or maybe at a sale price, but she considers a field and buys it. And on the other side of the equation is 1 Timothy 6.10 that says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs." I know when something is on sale, it can be very enticing and we can justify purchasing an item or an investment because of the value, because of the craving of the gain or the money. So just let me encourage you to enter into your investments respectfully and prayerfully, considering all the other aspects of your financial path in your financial journey, especially your giving and how that fits into your bigger picture and how that affects your investment strategy as well. Guys, as I close up today. All that I'm talking about here is around investments and risk. And when the stock market is down, yes, it is definitely having an adverse effect on your portfolio values, an IRA, a 401k, a 529 plan. But at the same time, if you have investable dollars available, as the stock market goes down, Based on your research, there could be inherent value when the stock market is on sale, but no investment strategy guarantees success. And this can be an emotional time when the stock market is going down. So please consult a professional before you make investments. And if you don't have one, Look to your bank. Sometimes your employer through your 401k has guidance that you can tap into. And as always, you can go to kingdomadvisors.com and look for a certified kingdom advisor in your area. And on a final note, as you're considering investments, you also have to be aware of your budget, your cash flow, your tax requirements. Is your emergency fund funded? Are your financial goals being reached? What is your debt picture look like? So the investments, even though it may be an opportunity to invest, your dollars may be better utilized elsewhere. That's why it's so important to visit with an advisor. And last thing I'll say, and I learned this shopping with my mom, is that just because something is on sale right now first, the sale will come to an end at some point in time. So you may miss an opportunity, number one. But number two, even when you buy something on sale, after you buy the item, what I realized is, in the future, the price may actually go lower. There may be a better sale price in the future. You just don't know. So do your research, do your best, and as always, whenever you invest, keep a long-term attitude because there will be market cycles and these investments will go up and down in value over time. So you wanna make sure that whatever risk you take, you can still put your head on your pillow at night and get some rest. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this was a blessing to you. As always, please share it with a friend or family member or coworker. Invite them into the conversation. It was great being with you and I'll look forward to next time. You've been listening to Change For Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change For Your Dollar where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.